Welcome to the VG Empire episode 35. Bringing this in is Bonnie Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Betty Davis eyes? (laughs) Uh, I need a hero. Oh, okay. Need a hero, which strangely, just like the song we just heard, describes every rising fall of action goes with any montage. I see. It describes anything you'll do in any heroic situation. Yes, just constantly confirming and denying things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fighting for survival. (laughs) Right. So that song bringing us in is uh, the title, screen, intro, lunar thing. Lunar. Uh, for Lunar, the Silver Star, uh, Sega CD, and last episode was uh, Sega CD Grab Bag. And this episode is all about working design specifically. And like I said in the last episode, there are a lot of people who've said a lot of things about working designs and can go into extremely great detail about the company and what it was doing. But from a purely gamer standpoint... They were awesome. They were awesome. And like with no preconceived notions of what I felt ported over games should be or mm-hmm. or whatever or translation or whatever's going on or whatever they're doing on the internet in 1995 like that wasn't what I was concerned Ugh. about in the middle of nowhere it was wow these games are actually really cool and they bothered working designs is a company that would bring over games from Japan publish them in very expensive looking collectors editions with like foil covers and nice boxes and pa- cool packaging and they really adopted the Sega CD early, and you got things like Lunar, and otherwise in this episode we'll talk about Popful Mail and Vi, Oof. the last one not being nearly as good as those <laughs> others, but the point was, like, they were a company that would take a lot of chances and make a lot of cool things, and the song that brought us in is the Lunar theme song, which is goofy and cheesy as hell, but is still really fun, and at the time really blew, I think, all of us away. Like, turning it on and seeing that was, like, really quite cool. You never saw that before. It. No. Just seeing it was, it was amazing. Do we do intros? Yes, I'm Brad Elston, everybody knows. Chris Antiza. Matt Hackett. Creative Assassin. Jim McConnell. And Jim. Yeah. You know what I liked about the the Creative Assassin, or the ah, the Working Designs games is the the box art, Mm -hmm. you know? And they they came with those manuals that were so thick and full color. And they were color. None of the other ones were color. Yeah, the games were starting to not do that, you know? And, like, they they were such good quality. I actually would take the extra time just to spend with the instruction manuals. Yep. You knew you were getting something I knew. I wrote about this a long time ago for Games Radar in our top seven Death Rattle games, the games that killed a company. Right. And it was Growlancer, not Lunar. Yeah, Growlancer was like the last thing Working Designs did. Right? Growlancer Generations. Yeah. Yes. But I remember writing about it in that in that respect. That all the stuff that uh, Working Designs did, I think, once games, it stops becoming, it becomes less economic to produce physical copies of games. Right. This is how you're going to sell your game. A lot. A, a lot more. It'll go more towards specialty stuff. More towards like, specialty. Yeah. Thick manual, maps, yep. soundtracks. Yeah. Yep. That's probably what's that's end the up future like. of games because uh, they're paying sixty dollars for a cheap thing with like no manual and no game, yeah. and, like just a game and an empty sleeve is like what? What's that little fan design now in my three sixty box cases oh, where they yeah, just like yeah. removed a, a fraction e- of plastic that won't cause it to collapse during shipping? It's the eco <laughs> case. It saves like so much on plastic and they save money and also environment stuff. I bought the Skyrim full edition. Comes with the giant dragon, the dragon and the map and, stuff, and all yeah. like the book. Well, like, I, mean, I would buy that for a lot well, of. Well, this is games. a big, mm-hmm. big uh, detour, but I mean that's how purchasing will go in general. No, I do. I like, think ten they- years from now, the idea of going into a store to buy just about anything will be weird. The reason you'll go into a store is for an experience. Yeah. Like working designs knew that. 
that. You know, they were yeah, the ones yeah, who would exactly. be giving you like they would include a toy if they could. Like, they I would think give was, you all they could. It was also harder. They worked really hard on. They were really good at uh, uh, localization, right? Yeah. Well, they that a lot was a contentious thing. Like they would add, they would change the original. Ah, uh, true. Now, as a thirteen-year-old playing Lunar, part of the reason I liked it is that game was so plucky and likable. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't feel like a very melodramatic, ham-fisted yeah. RPG. It was pretty silly at times, and it felt like everyone was just enjoying themselves. And it felt not so buttoned up as all the other JRPGs. Now, a lot of hardcore people who knew the Japanese translation or different choices they would make with that's not what they said or this didn't happen or why is this the way you're translating games? You're kind of ruining things. Like That's all up in the air. You can take it or leave it. The point is like everyone I knew, which is you guys, uh, all played the game and absolutely adored it because it was that way. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. So that's the bit with my bit with working designs in general. And couldn't you keep talking to the talk, NPCs yeah. and they say different things they would every say time you did it? Different oh, yeah. things, and would like they, they would show like acknowledge like okay, I've told you this like three times, yeah. but uh, <laughs> and anyway, you actually wanted to talk with yeah, them. you'd want to talk to everybody. And I don't know how far that went in the original like Japanese script for Lunar, like if it was as cheeky as or not. I'm going to guess it wasn't, but maybe it was. But I just know that there was a lot of like. Things going on on the internet in a day when I didn't know the internet existed about working designs and what they were doing and decisions they were making, and I'm like, I don't, I don't care huh. about, I don't care about any of that. Is the there an archive of that anywhere? I don't that know. Would be, like actually. fascinating to read. There's all kinds of stuff about working designs out there, and it. But on as a consumer, it was awesome to see yeah. to walk into a store and see. As we'll get into later, Popful Mail, this lovely holographic, not holographic, but like foil cover with that just just dazzles in the sunlight. It felt like getting that gold card Zelda again and like looking oh, yeah. at it and being like, wow, this is neat. felt special. It felt special. Um, but again, Lunar. Uh, so really quick, the soundtrack is uh, Noriyuki Iwadare. Uh, Grandia 2 does a lot of Ace Attorney and actually wrote compo- compositions for Tokyo Disney. <gasps> what? Yes, <clears throat> now you're back in. Yeah, I'm back. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Isao Mizuguchi and uh, Yoshiaki Kubodera. Um, this is a game arts game, so... The Game Arts also did Grandia, Grandia 2, so that explains why the Grandia 2 music is so awesome, because it's the same composer, or at least, you know, one of the same composers. Grandia 2 was the t- intro to our battle sampler episode, which I think was like episode... Whatever, 16. 10, maybe? 4. I'm bad at numbers. 11. Really bad memory, so... <laughs> uh, but that's kind of my bit with Lunar. I, I, didn't, I didn't own it for years. I played it at a friend's house, like... 70% of the way... Is friend th- here? No. Okay. A different friend. No, that's the weird thing. Sega CD is such a weird niche system, but all of us had one. Nope. Not That's not what I experienced. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's why it's this weird distorted... Th- yeah, you're, you're not from where. For, where no, from. I mean, but it was like nobody... Even or, even parents who like didn't know games, like, that's stupid. <laughs> Isn't there a new system coming out that you're going to want soon? Why do I want the CD add-on with not a lot of games? Right. It was weird. Like, Lunar is uh, far and away the... Best game on the system. The crown jewel. It definitely is. I played it very late. Yeah. Like, I got it at a grocery store. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) And they rented games, and they also sold the games to their rent. Are they still in business? They seem like they're they're capable of adapting it. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. But, like, they had it there, and I bought it, and that was the first time I'd ever played it at all, and... Is there a compilation of them now? There is something like Litter that. Litter has been re-released many times, yeah. and I would still say I like the Sega the CD The Sega one the CD best. one is only on Sega CD. Really? Yeah. The Game Boy Advance one is really good. Basically, the music's all different. Just the yeah. fact that it's different. Like, I actually like it when they'll take an old soundtrack and remake it. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. I love rearrangements and all that. But, like, it's, it's different, and I think that the original music is... Obviously, to me, it's going to be better. It's going to be subjective, but it's still really... Really excellent, and like you're gonna want to hear it. Yeah, the, G- the GBA, which is Lunar Legend, is a remake of the PS1 game, like reimagined, wow. which is itself a remake of the Sega CD. Yeah, right. Basically, imagine Star Wars Special Edition, Purple Monkey Dishwasher. Where by the <laughs> by the time you get to the PSP one that came out a year or two ago, it's like is what like it's yeah. just there's so many things that have changed. I'm like I can't even. Oh man, I cannot wait to I... find that autistic kid's website that's chronicled every change. And... <laughs> there's there's a lot, and yeah. I mean a lot of but but then a lot of other people know it most from Silver Star Story Complete on PS1, Good and God. that's the version they love, mm-hmm. which is totally fine. Um, it's very me. different. Though. It's very I'm different. a purist, Plays right, guys? Too. Sega CD or nothing. I don't know. The, I don't know. But we'll go into some music really quick. This is all. Obviously Lunar, so we'll do uh, four songs. Uh, Calder Isle, Calder Isle post-Galleon. So that's overworld music, I believe. Uh, And Galleon is the villain. And uh, for a long time, Galleon was the shorthand (laughs) 
What? Spoilers. 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 Oh, oh right. whoops. Sorry. Yep. Galleon's going to have to be the actually a spoiler. It's a huge spoiler for a 13, 15 year old game, so deal with it. Uh, Berg, which is a hometown, I think, yes. town music, and then Black Rose Street, which is another like great, uh, a section of another town. You're yeah. in, you're in a bigger town, and you get to the specific street, and the music. It's changes. the magic street. Yes. of Moravia. Where you where you meet Nash? He goes there. Once you get to Moravia, <laughs> then he goes. He takes oh. off. And... It's a it's a wonderful game. Uh, we'll do those, and we'll be back.
making fun of hey, you. Don't no, ruin songs. I'm you not ruined ruining Castlevania songs. 2. I did not. <laughs> what, did he, what did you ruin? I remember this. Same it was Castlevania 2, like the password music. He oh. ruined that with oh, the Adams family. Adams oh. family. Oh, yeah, I cannot unhear that. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. No, it's, I was going to compliment that. And as a Disney fan, that is a, a very... Um, <laughs> Of, uh, what it's it's a good score to fantasy though it's f- of high fantasy. That's I would not, actually say not, it does have a Disney quality. Not action it. oriented. It's uh, it all it all sounds like what happens right when the princess steps into the ball. Yeah, before she starts dancing mm. with the huge gargantuan beast. Gaston. Or Ga- Gaston. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I don't know. It sets that sets a nice mood. I think, and, and it's uh, way more. Uh, it's, good. No, yeah, it's way. Matt, Matt music, musical terminology, please. Um, one eighth note. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And how many of those were there? Uh, was there se- enough? I think there's got to be eight. Several. Were there enough one eighths to make a whole note? Eight one eighth notes. Sure. <laughs> eight of them. Uh, wow. So we'll go into four more lunar songs. Uh, unless anyone has any other specific. So, like, Lunar, another cool thing was uh, each, like, the discs, there's like six versions of the disc, even. Mm. Working Designs did that with almost every release yeah. that they had, so especially you, on PlayStation. Like, so, create a different version, so gotta catch them all at $50. Basically, a piece. but you couldn't tell what you were getting yeah. until you opened it. Blind yeah. buy, like, I like, like it. Like, the internet made wait, it aware that, like, like wait. chocolates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the internet made it aware, like, oh, wait, your Lunar disc looks different from my Lunar disc. We didn't even know that that was a thing until the internet made it possible. And then you're like, that's retroactively making me love this even more. I think I'm getting a memory here. I think okay. I bought like back when we discovered eBay, like mm-hmm. the, yeah. like when eBay first became a thing. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh my god, they have all these Sega CDs. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I remember, I, I finally like you you bid on everything and you think that you're going to be able to get it all, and you yeah. actually end up getting none of it. None right? of it. Yeah. So you have to pay like decent prices. I ended up paying like fifty bucks for Lunar like, back in the day, and I remember opening it, and I have a memory of being like like this brief moment of terror. That it wasn't the same game because the disc was different. Oh yeah, and I remember like, whoa, 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 and like you know, I played it and all was fine, of course. But like that, a, that was just on completely rare. Just like that like never the happened. idea that you made an angry phone call to eBay. My <laughs> <laughs> like, disc is different. Disc is different. Yes. This isn't what I remember. <laughs> an angry phone call to eBay, though, just that alone. In the I know if the looter disc. Is this eBay? <laughs> Talk to Mister Bay, please. Yes, let me speak to your man, Edward Bay. Edward <laughs> Bay. I'll say this: the like I know we have to pick a like a small number of songs, right? But Lunar, yeah. like go go look it up if you like that stuff. We didn't even touch on like the battle music. We got and four more songs coming, brah. All from Lunar. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh well, I'll uh, just also, shut right up. Also, in the battle sampler episode I alluded to earlier, I did cover the Lunar battle music and the boss music because it's just so good. You just you're just kicking a dead horse, right? I now. know. I'm sorry, but I'm, but I am uh, now that you kicking mentioned. That dead horse. I am going to kick that horse. Um, as long as it's a... I don't have anything. Uh, we'll do Moribia, which I realized I should have played before Black Rose Street. But Moribia is good stuff. Another town. Damon Spire. Yeah. Good stuff. And the GBA version of Damon Spire, also very good. Uh, the battle theme, which is some of my favorite battle yeah, yeah. music in, in all uh, JRPGs. So and good. then another spoiler uh, called Galleon Kills Quark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't, don't look at the track list before you play the game. Is that yeah. really what it's called? Well, I think Josh that's, named that's all these. That's what songs. I called it because okay. that's what happens when that music plays. Yeah. Okay. And it's just an example of like a very foreboding. It's not like a particularly like, here we go on an adventure, but it's just like, so this had voice acting and it had animated cutscenes, And again, they were all very crude, but in 93, 94, this was very impressive. And um, watching this unfold with this music playing in the background really added weight to the scene and it felt really cool so uh, Marubia, Damon Spire battle theme and then somebody goes
Yeah, we're talking about in the battle music, how, how just that battle music blows up and goes crazy, but then, again, because the Sega CD was limited by the Genesis hardware, all that crazy music and these tiny, poopy little sprites Real are like tiny. running up really slow, boop, boop, <laughs> boop, swinging tiny swords and hitting tiny sprites, but this music's going... And, like, as a kid, you're just, like, imagining I'm in the most epic battle of my life. And the graphics look like this. Same thing with Duo, playing Ease, and it's just, like, double foot pedal craziness going on and just literally running into enemies because there aren't enough buttons to swing a sword. I did hear a little bit of a... You mentioned double bass pedals. I heard some, like, digital slap bass. Like, somebody (laughs) thumping the strings of a bass digitally. Wonderful. They can recreate that. No, yeah. So, Lunar is a fantastic game, and there's almost a dozen ways to play it right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to go look it up. I I keep looking Half for an excuse dozen? to get a Vita <laughs> and almost all of them like, oh, that old JRPG's on there? Yeah, there's an East 4 remake coming to Vita. Oh. First time it'll come to the US. Um, yeah, Lunar, Lunar was on PSP, it's on PS1, it's on Sega CD, it's on GBA. But they're all different. They're versions. all different but all the same story respun to do the same thing again, slightly different. Uh, I still prefer the Sega CD one. It's probably the hardest one to get a hold of and play properly. With the Sega CD. With the Sega CD. Uh, so that's, again, it's tough, but I mean, even the PS1 version or the GBA one are totally like good games to play that are still fun and still get the spirit right. So like, Go play those, but then make sure you listen to the original Sega CD The Sega CD soundtrack <laughs> is, is incredible. Um, that's just, again, just a slice of, of other stuff. Um, now we're going to go with another Working Designs game from Working Designs. Totally <laughs> you, were, you were in trouble the moment you started totally, talking. Totally Austin powered myself to <laughs> allow myself to introduce myself. Uh, Popful Mail, which another game that showed up. Chris never heard of this. Tell I, I, look, I've been doing this a long time. People playing and working in this business. You came up with a franchise I have never heard of. Popful Mail. I've never heard of Popful Mail. That's an achievement. Seriously, it's been a while. It was very heavily advertised in magazines. Was it? Yes. It was. That's what got me. Yeah, Working Designs advertised a lot in EGM. Like our games go to eleven. That whole thing. And Hmm. every every couple issues was a new ad. And Lunar was in there. And then it was Popful Mail. And then I think it was Vi. We were more like the Turbo Duo guys. And to me, Popful Mail was just this blip on the radar. Like it just kind of like, hey, it's here. Oh, it's gone. Like it it was a game that was only available for like a week in any store that I had access to. (laughs) I didn't have access to this game at all until like well, well after the lifetime of the Sega CD, you know? And I I was like, whoa, this is great. I wish I had seen that, you know? Yeah, I was trying to think back. Like, did I see it at Brett's before I actually bought it? I think I did. I think so. Because I don't remember where I first saw it, but I remember when I got it at Electronics Boutique. Uh, elbows at the time. Yeah, they had, they had like two copies, and you were the one who was like calling it like before they're open and yeah. just having a <laughs> redial. You like have to compete with you, that guy to get the game. Yeah, because it looked like Wonder Boy, but with a girl this time. So I'm like, I'm down. Yeah, I want to play this. Uh, it the- just if you're confused like me, it is spelled like email or the mail. <laughs> I thought. Popful no. mail. You're gonna. This is a PG show. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but even it's the packaging it, to yeah, Popful mail, it just it, it's so shiny and has the working designs like the, the metallic aw. pinks and yeah, golds yeah. on it's it. It's just a very very cool art. Plus the character design of Mail herself is cool. And then Gaw and Tattle. Is that the yeah. Tat? Tat says Tat. Yeah, Tat Tattle's the uh, Majora's Mask. Lest we forget a Muttonhead and Nutscracker. Did that yeah. game have a weird leveling up scheme? There was no leveling. Wow. Okay, my memory of that is not so good. Then. So your weapons were basically your levels, but nice. but they, something gained levels in the game. I think so. Ouch. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to be corrected on? But uh, it had but music in it, right? It did yeah. have a lot of music. <laughs> All right, Thank Jim. you, Jim. Bring it back. I'm glad you mentioned music, Jim. Uh, it's highly relevant to the show. Um, again, amazing soundtrack. This is actually from an action RPG from the Ease team. So there's a reason why the music is good. The combat is solid. And the bit was like they wanted to combine things about Ease 1 and 2 with Ease 3, which was side-scrolling, right. and make a new game. And that's what this became. And this actually was teased for a little bit as a game called Sister Sonic that was going to be a side-scrolling. And this was mentioned in EGM like twice. The I actually, localization. I actually remember this like happening. And like it was going to be like, hey, instead of Popful Mail coming over, you're going to get this like game where we're going to insert Sister Sonic, and it's going to be a girl hedgehog. And blah, blah, blah. And apparently a bunch of people wrote letters and got super angry. So they're like, okay, actually, we're just going to port Popful Mail to Sega CD. Because there would already been like PC versions mm-hmm. and some other PC engine uh, duo equivalent. And then like it finally came out here on Sega CD and we got to play it. And it's actually really fun. So yeah. do you think, is it on the wrong system? 
Do you think it should have been like a, a duo game? No, it's, it works excellent on Sega CD. Like to me, Sega CD and Duo ultimately could do the same thing. It just I wish things like Ease and Dragon Slayer and Lords of Thunder. Well, Lords of Thunder did, but like Gates of Thunder should have come to Sega CD. I think I know what Jim means though. Is like to me, Lords of Thunder is a Turbo Duo game. Right. Yes, it came out in Sega CD, and a lot of people enjoyed it there, and that's great. But like, uh, to me, it, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I want to look up those systems. Say I've never seen one. A Duo? Well, uh, yeah, I've seen one. Because but... the Godzilla game for Duo is so bad, <laughs> but the music's pretty good. So many good duo memories. It felt like a. It did seem like a duo game to me. Yeah, I'd never even heard of the duo until I met you guys. And then you're like, "No, this is all our system with video games." <laughs> and that's when I listened to the ECD for like two years before ever even playing the game. Oh yeah, because of the Red Book Audio. I listened to the Dragon Slayer E's made cassette, and then like, oh, I should play the game sometime. Wow, these are bad. I've actually so never bad. played <gasps> a duo or a TG16 at all. I've never held the controller. What? You never have? No. Wait, so you were playing East, <laughs> <laughs> East recently. Yeah. What, what platform was that on? On the virtual console. Okay, I see. That so was the first time I'd ever played. Gotcha, gotcha. And East is, East is good. East 7, everybody. Uh, Popful Mail is a large list of, con- of uh, uh, composers. Meiko Ishikawa, Atsushi Shirakawa, Hirofumi Matsuoka, Takahiro... Tsunashima, Masaru Nakajima, and Naoki Kaneda. This is all from a very, very cool site, Project 2612. Very good uh, preservation uh, system to like catalog and really hang on to not just Genesis, but Genesis and Sega CD music. And I uh, just found that overclocked to give them some shout-outs. And there's just a lot of cool ways to find good Genesis and Sega CD music. But they helped me like track down some a lot of the um, con- uh, composer names. I love they're releasing a lot of theme CDs. I think you could get away with an entire CD of Turbo Duo or Sega CD music. Oh, yeah. I don't think they've gotten by that. a full remix treatment um, by them. So we'll go into a few songs from Popful Mail really quick. Uh, again, this soundtrack is so good, but it's not Red Book Audio. It's one of the few games where you put the CD in. No, denied! Ooh. That was disappointing. It was heartbreaking, then. man. <laughs> like playing it like, man, this stage is so good. Put CD in, just assuming, ready to hit record on the cassette. One track. And it's data. And you, were, no. you weren't just devastated for that. You were like, that set a precedence. That's like, like that oh no, they end, figured it out. End of an era. And it's also like, you're not releasing it in the U.S. anyway. No. I can't even get, like, I'm literally denied any access to the music. Like, this made me angry. Like, and then I get to the PS1 day and it's like, <laughs> again, no. You monsters! Like, you're, you're not even releasing the music anywhere. You, you shouldn't be allowed to do Anyway. Uh, Twisted Metal <laughs> 2, I feel like one of the last PS1 games that I remember the audio being on the disc. And loaded. Loaded, loaded, loaded on there. But Twisted Metal 2 was, I think, mm. a year after. But I, already, I still didn't even know about that. Oh, man. So well, cool. I don't know how, how much space that did take up, that it had to be like uncompressed or something and on the disc until yeah, my friend showed like, me, like, look, check this out with Ridge Racer and like load up the game, took uh, it out and put it in his own CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play the game yeah. and it'll just pull the music from the CD. I, I don't yeah. know any of the games that did that on the PS1. That's the only one I ever think that did that. And it, was and it wasn't an advertised feature, though. I, that's how I knew about it, reading in magazines. Or oh, okay. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was a weird, weird... It would load all of Ridge Racer into the PS1 RAM. Yeah. And then you could just put any music CD you wanted in. Super weird. Um, but this is uh, the Jungle, Exploration, Castle, Iceberg, and Volcanic Zone. Uh, they all have like battle and exploration versions, which I'm guessing is town and battle. It's been probably... 16 years since I played this game so my memory is fuzzy but I remember loving it to death and mm-hmm. now that I've since I got sold my Sega CD and then got one back later and now I've you know got a Sega CD collection going again I still don't have this so I'm like I need to get this game I have Lunar 2 somehow I don't have to yet. Uh, that means it's time to play music so uh, <laughs> we'll go into those
So imagine playing a game like this that looks... That, n- that last song sounded like vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Just flat out vengeance. Something bad had happened and like, somebody really determined was running. It could, Liam Neeson has to be involved. Yes. It feels like a, like we'd go watch a movie at the Castro Theater from like 1979 and mm-hmm. it's like, like I'm going to make those bastards pay. For what they've done. <laughs> <laughs> and then peels out in the car. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's good. Gripping the steering wheel. Yeah, and uh, neon lights flashing by. Oh, uh, yeah, Popful Mail is like, again, imagine a game that looks no better than a Super Nintendo, if not worse. You and know, there, there is sure. a Super Famicom version. That's true. That's a different game. Mm. Yeah. The Super <laughs> Famicom one doesn't look as good as the Sega CD one. Yeah, not interesting. But yeah, nonetheless, like 16 bitty looking sprites with music like this, it was always this incongruous thing where I'm playing Ease and this music is so good, and I look at the graphics, it's like this little poopy dude. It's just, it's funny to me. So, uh, I'm changing my character now. Oh, please. Uh, so now, we'll just move on uh, again, I guess, from a pop from that. Like, again, it's been like 16 years since I played that. I don't remember anything about it other than, uh, oh, wait. That's what I was going to do. So the dialogue mm. uh, is really snappy and fun, and I think the voice acting is actually pretty good. It's just funny sometimes. Well, isn't that special? Like, listen, I've got no beef with you, so why don't you just step aside and let me through, Buster? Like, Papa Man was like snippy and like was not a thing that was all that common. Sassy, sassy. Um, let's see what else I got. Do you sometimes feel less than fresh? Wow, what? I know I do. Is this a soap <laughs> commercial? <laughs> oh, I biffed it. Uh, biffed it. Biffed it. That hey. sounds like. Why are you calling me retarded? <laughs> Wait, what? Really? Well, that was when, retarded. Did you know that that would eventually go on to become publicly incorrect? To you say? would not hear that today. Well, that was retarded. Actually, I should say I was going after him, but the monster just ahead stopped me dead in my tracks. He's much too powerful for my simple scepter. That voice acting is not so good. Delivered with the tact of Doug. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think I soiled myself. Do not. That is, is that, not is that, Billy no, West. Is, is that caliber. biffing it? So I biffed it. So you do also eventually then run into this character called Sven T. Uncommon, who <laughs> you will know exactly what he's going for. Oh, the little infant has a brain. <laughs> How impressive. So Hans and Franz. smart baby with the skinny arms. <laughs> when did you graduate from party school? Wow. Let me tell you something, punky chops. <laughs> I am Spenty Uncommon. Remember that before I crush your brain like a tiny juicy raisin. Uh, <laughs> ju- juicy raisin. And it goes on like that. Uh, Papa Mail is delightful. Um, yeah, we're going now really quick to Vi, which... That's V-A-Y. V-A-Y. Uh, Matter Jim? Oddly, is available uh, in the, one of the iOS app stores. It is. It was uh, one of unexpectedly. the first... Oh, wait. I think I also have this from Pop. Yeah, Mail. Remember, he's got a pretty big bounty on his head. Let him go. So this is the ending. They're now letting the bad guy go. What a bunch of chumps! <laughs> now it's okay. time for you simpletons to suck the sour wine of my discontent. I ain't sucking nothing. Well, then... <laughs> Whoa. Uh, that line, I ain't sucking nothing, just stuck with me. So anyway, Vi. It's another game that Working Designs put out. Uh, to less critical acclaim, uh, didn't quite have the same... Uh, I just don't think it hit the same buttons. And you guys actually played it. I never did. I never played it either. We did. We played it. I, I, the only thing I remember about it these days is that it was a uh, pretty bad role-playing game. It was very <laughs> yeah. much like Dragon Warrior, but just crappier. It's with, like, but with way better music. Or not better, but... Yeah, it's, it's working designs. You know, it's, it's the next Lunar, right? So you play it and you're like, oh, okay, it's all right, I guess. It's got some good music. And yeah, yeah. To, to this day, I couldn't tell you anything about the story. Like, Utterly the, forgettable. Yeah, underwhelming. Yeah, I don't remember. It's from uh, my computer just died, so I can't tell you who made it. It's going to affect the rest of the program. Uh, you won't be able to hear the songs, so whoops. But uh, yeah, we'll just play these three Vi songs while I find a plug, and we'll come back and talk about Vi. Dang.
So yeah, that is uh, the composer for this is Sakop, which I got from the ending uh, because again, no one bothered to write it down anywhere. And it's S A K O P, and that's how it's credited in the ending. So I don't know, but great music for an otherwise non-remarkable. It is. It may be a little, you know, tangy, a little, you know, yeah, yeah. generic by today's, you know, standards. But it's it's darn. It dense. is what it is. <laughs> it's the same type of music we've been talking about. Uh, they also did the Master System Ninja Gaiden, I believe. Uh, the dev developer was Sims, hmm. and did the as far as I can tell, did uh, the Dreamcast version of House of the Dead two. And the Master System slash Game Gear Ninja Gaiden, which is actually a pretty reasonably good Ninja Gaiden game for the Is that the one they're counting as the Master System one? Yeah. Hmm. Um which said that that was the same as far as I know. The Game Gear and Master System, when they made one, it was the same. Like Sonic One was the same on Game Gear as it was on Master System. Sort of. When they were when they would appear on both platforms? Uh-huh. Keep going higher. <laughs> I think you think uh, don't know. So that brings us to the end of the show, which uh, is just a little slice of what Working Designs did. But I think on the Sega CD, that's kind of those are the three big ones I remember. And again, even Vi, like the goodwill that I get, got from Lunar, like spread into Popful Mail and Vi. But then even Vi, I don't think I I might still not own it. I might have it by now. I yeah, why know. didn't we ever play Vi? I don't know. I think by the time it came out, it seemed like it was kind of late. Um, and I feel like by the time it came out, like Super NES was actually getting kind of like a second wind. And the PS1 was kind of like on the horizon or something. I don't, I don't really. That remember. one was easy to lose track of, man. It was, yeah, it was near the end of the life, and like you had to go back. You know, it felt like going back. Yeah, yeah you had to go back, and, and like there wasn't the good word of mouth. Like nobody was telling you to do it. No one's recommending yeah. it. It's just like you know, you missed it, and that's okay. And probably, <laughs> I'm guessing, I read EGM religiously at the time, and I'm guessing the reviews were like, eh, it's all right, right? Yeah, um, whatever. But uh, let's go out with a couple more lunar songs. Um, this is the grinder. Well. Yeah, well, first we'll do Saith, which is also Nanza, the Nanza Zone, um, and then the Grindery, which is what is what like a giant thing on treads, some I, kind of it's giant, a fortress, giant machine that mm. drives around, fortress on wheels, on wheels. <laughs> awesome. So we'll go out with those two songs, and uh, again, VGEmpire.com comments always welcome. Matt's gonna plug something imminently. I have a podcast as well. It's about game development. It's called Lost Cast. You can find it at LostCast.fm. All right, Jim and Josh. Nothing here. Nothing. That's Illinois talking. Well, we've had we've had a good time. We've had a good time. Good Thanks show. for having us. Talked about video games, Lunar, great podcast, Sega CD, Sega CD. Everybody, go which play is it. weird. The four of us at this table right now because Chris left. Uh, <laughs> basically, like this is the group when I'm like, man, you guys don't get Sega CD, and it's like my friends do, and, and there are about four of us. There are literally ever. the four of us. Anyone? We like still reminisce about Dark Wizard. Yeah, which yeah we did in the last episode actually. Yep. So yeah, it's like, again, I think we mentioned this to Chris, and he's like, "No, everyone hated it where I was, or didn't even know what it was." That's when I was weird. like, "Was like this is it was like a it was an actual system. It wasn't like this weird stopgap. It was this thing we played and loved and listened to the music constantly." And the duo for me, I guess, is kind of the the other thing where I didn't even know it existed because where we were, we had no clue. No. Then, but you guys were like, "Dude, duo." Yeah, Matt and I had it so. Duo to me is exactly on the same us. level. It's as, the same thing. Like, yeah, it's the same like basic product. You know, it's it's yeah. like, it's like uh, you got eight bit mixed with with sixteen bit and amazing digital audio, and you've got like these few very like very tiny number of very excellent like, precious role playing yeah, yeah, yeah. games that were on these systems, and that that's that's how I feel about them. But it like Sega CD doesn't have a ton of variety for it. There's a very no. small pool. Of yeah, games it is. There's like from. it's like a handful of games, but they're really important. To yeah, me. yeah. And I think we've covered most of them in this episode. Awesome. There's a, uh, well, there's other stuff like again, Sonic City. I didn't touch. So you're saying uh, maybe a whole episode for that? Yeah, Sonic City. You'll get, Sonic City will get its will get its due. Um, awesome. That's pretty much it for this show. Uh, Sega CD is a perfectly fine system if you can find one. The, any of the games we played here are reasonable. Um, and then especially the last episode, things like Dark Wizard, Final Fight, um, a lot of good stuff there. Uh, so we'll go out those two songs from Lunar, and we will see you whenever the next episode is recorded. I will <laughs> guess probably two weeks from now.
It's unraveling. Oh. <laughs> okay. Take 68.